do you have the feeling that there's more horror on TV or more people writing horror than there used to be before? Do you think that horror is something we can all access to? Is it something that everybody understands the same way? Do you think that the Gothic has got anything to do with it? To answer these questions and a lot more, we have created, I have created together with my friend Tuche Kutlu, a video podcast uh, divided in four parts where we talk about all these questions and a lot more. In our space, wrote a recognition. This four-part podcast, video podcast, is called The Shadowy Truth Behind Modern Horror and Gothic Trends. This is Alice, you are in Gothic Land, and if you want to know more, I you're very welcome to watch these four past series where you're gonna have also some surprises. See you there. So welcome back to Che, to Alice in Gothic Land in this episode. <laughs> episode. Hi, Alice. No, hello, Che, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, you? Oh, well, Holding you? on, really, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm enjoying these. I'm really enjoying yeah, these. Yeah, me too. It's, me too. it's always fun to chat with you. Oh, it's lovely. We, we've missed each other. We shouldn't let it go for so long <laughs> next time. Exactly, yeah, we shouldn't. Is. Exactly, no. we shouldn't. We should so, find time. We should well. We're busy ladies. We're researchers, and true, we have true. this design. So yeah, we're always busy with something. <laughs> Indeed, I have to thank you for a lot of things, and I have to say that I have to thank you for telling me about the supernatural essay yeah. because this has been a, a game changer for me. I know it's got nothing to do with this program, but uh, thank you so much because I'm writing this essay and it's amazing yeah. it's just amazing i, I can't honest. i can't wait to i can't wait to read it oh thank you it'll, it'll be i mean it's just the, the just being there and being yeah. part of it is so worth it and i'm so grateful that you I thought know. of me because if not i would have missed it yeah, so why wouldn't i yeah yeah, yeah. you're great. the perfect fit 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> let's see. Let's 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 hope I don't make a mistake. I don't make mistakes in the end. <laughs> well, you will make it. You will make it, it good. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. So welcoming uh, coming back to what we're doing here. So episode eight, part four of the shadow truth behind modern horror and gothic trends. So the question that I want to ask you in this part four is the following. Okay is not this one that comes at the end is what have you been watching lately and i've been yeah. thinking about it this looks pretty much like um what does this remind you of this this tv let's see if we think of the same uh, stuff yeah i'm i mean poltergeist exactly <laughs> yeah poltergeist i'm a little bit scared <laughs> to be honest um <laughs> it's one of my favorite films actually top hooper yeah. uh hooper is uh, one of my favorite directors as well and mm -hmm. poltergeist is a great film great Be beautifully done beautifully made and um so what i what i what have i been watching lately a lot of things because as i said in the previous episodes there are a lot of horror uh horror kind of um, films and TV shows and a lot of things horror related have uh, basically come to our screens yeah and uh, so I've been trying to because of the semester and you know working and studying PhD as well I didn't have a lot of time to watch outside the uh, you know the yeah. watching list that I had uh, for PhD so um i started watching them uh, at the end of the term so i caught up with you know devil in ohio and the midnight club i i didn't have i mean you can understand how busy i am by seeing that i didn't have time to watch a mike flanagan show oh, i mean no. this is this is really if you know me, you know. I know like it must have been busy, busy. Yeah, it's it's impossible. Like I, the, the, basically, I watch my clinical shows on the first day that oh. they hit Netflix. So um, this is the first time in a long time that I basically waited months to watch my Flanagan show, and um, I am I am happy that I watched it on a free free time because the midnight club is oh my god it's so full it's so full of gothic it's so full yeah. of death it's so full of loss and grief mm -hmm. and you know it is amazing it is basically uh, i'm just going to give a little bit uh, you know like what it's about yeah and yeah so it's basically about this group of teenagers who all have terminal illnesses they're about to die oh, yeah, so yeah. they go to this hospice this like gothic kind of like uh building uh this is a private hospice and they are going there to wait to die there so but they form a they form friendships along the way they kind of uh form relationships along the way uh and it's really important because we never completely as a society we do not talk about death a lot yeah. as we yeah. established before but we also don't talk about 
you know, children or teenagers dying. We don't sure. want to talk about it. We don't want to think about it. Yeah. And old people, okay, but you know, young people, no, we don't sure. want to. We don't want to see it. So this is a really new thing for us. The Midnight Club is basically about teenagers dying, and their their anger and their denial, and mm -hmm. all those things that you know are related to death and grief are coming to the surface and we know that mike flanagan loves loves showing grief and loss and trauma in his tv shows yeah. so this is no surprise that this time as well but i think this is the this is the singular the most important grief depiction in his filmography i believe because um because like you see them grieving themselves because they are about to die they know they are going to die so they're grieving themselves also we see some parents and they are silently grieving their children who are not dead yet but they are going to be so yeah. um this is kind of like you're seeing a lot of different point of views in the show and it's, I think it's really important because um, in, in the first episode, I think it was the first episode, the doctor um, forms a group therapy, you know, with the, all the teenagers. And she asks something very important. She asks, what are we grieving for today? Like, what are we grieving for? And one of the answers is, so, uh, one of the, I have frozen. No, 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 no. It's a fantastic oh, I question. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, she asked, like, what are we grieving for today? And one of the one of the people, like one of the teenagers, goes that I'm not I'm grieving because I'm not going to be able to play PlayStation. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, for him, like uh, and the doctor goes, like, nothing is too superficial, like you can grieve anything and yeah because it's important to him he's a gamer boy and he won't be able to uh play on the new playstation play with the new playstation because he's going to be dead he yeah. reckons so um yeah it's really important that all those things small things for other people but big, th big things for us are uh basically things to grieve about and uh not just you know grief is not just about losing loved ones and losing your life but also about small things yeah. you know you will never eat an apple again i mean this is this may seem small yes. but this is also very very vital very important you will never taste an apple again yeah period like it's over and uh so basically in this hospice these teenagers uh they have formed a club called the midnight club so when the when the clock strikes midnight they all go down to the library it's a beautiful library by the way they all go down uh to the library and sit by the fire and they tell each other ghost stories nice. and it's really good it's gothic through and through it's really good um they all take turns to make up ghosts and you know stories and it's really good like to uh see them bond over you know this 
ghost story material, this horror material. Once again, horror is for bonding, and that's really yeah. important to show. So, um, and then they also have a pact among themselves, which is whoever dies first will try to reach from beyond and Ooh. tell the others what to expect from the afterlife. And so, so they're always looking for signs, you know, within the building, like if something's going to happen or if, if a loved one, if their former friend will just, you know, reach behind that curtain and, you know, uh, fill them in about the afterlife. So it's really important yeah. to kind of, um, kind of look at this series as a, as a perfect example of uh, anxiety about death and afterlife because sure. death we, we always talk about that and how scary it is yeah. but yeah. What, what is really scary is that we don't know about afterlife that is scary that is the yeah. scary part about yeah. death if we, if we knew that there is going to be like if we knew for certain that there is going to be an eternal afterlife maybe we wouldn't be that scared we wouldn't be scared this much but yeah. uh, the fact that we don't know what to expect and maybe it's just oblivion we don't know like we maybe it's know. just nothing and uh, yeah maybe if we knew that it's just going to be nothing maybe we wouldn't be scared as well <laughs> like that time as well maybe, yeah. because yeah. then it wouldn't matter i mean you would just be gone so um yeah it's really interesting to see this like teenager kind of point of view from uh, this Mike, this beautiful mind, Mike Flanagan, and um, it was really interesting, and it was, it was really sad, as well. It is a, it is, it is an interesting and exciting and you know really fun show, but also, it is sad because that every time you remember that these people, they are going to die, and they are going to die soon so uh it's kind of um, it's kind of sad to kind of get used to these characters to just lose them but it is just like life right i mean we get used to people but then they're taken away from us and uh yeah i've been meaning to watch these series as well because you told me and and it was mike flanagan and everything Mm -hmm. And I've not had the time yet, but I remember seeing the trailer. And then you write that um, there's no, sorry about that, there's no, um, there are not many productions where we see this kind of portraying death of young people like that. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, even though it's there, and if we think about 18th century pictures where you have these pictures of the dead looking like if they were alive and there were lots of kids and things like this um maybe that was like the beginning of showing the other side of death and like not trying to go completely and, and showing these deceased kids with the parents in black and white pictures and there's even a there's even a spanish book with a collection of all these and it's it's wonderful i mean i've not got it because it's really really expensive but it's a research for that someone has done um and it's a very well researched book and with lots of pictures 
and it brings this anxiety every time I look at them because it's like, oh my God, they got their eyes open, but they're dead. And, mm. and we keep suppressing this. So I'm kind of glad that Mike Flanagan is, is done this and is speaking about it. Um, because yes, it creates this awareness and there are kids with cancer and there are kids with leukemia yeah. and there are kids that die because of the war and there are kids that haven't got a home and et cetera, et cetera. And even going back to the video games, um, my kids, uh, this last summer, there was one of them, the, the um, uh, I can't remember the name now, a guy who, who was making a lot of videos on YouTube, a gamer. And mm -hmm. I can't remember his, his name, but he died of, uh, he was young, he was a young lad. He wasn't a teenager, but he was in his 20s maybe. And he had a very strange disease and he died. And mm. my, my kids were in tears because obviously they knew the video games yeah. and they knew, and they were not horror games. It was just commenting, you know, like people play online and, and mm -hmm. it was a game. And, and it was heartbreaking to see them going through that, you know, again, one is one at the time was 11 and the other was eight, seven. And then how they got their, their fear or their sadness uh, one talked about it and, and started looking at videos and, and said, well, he's got all these videos that he's left a legacy. Yeah, and exactly. And the parents, the parents are raising money, selling his T-shirts and things that he designed as well to 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 research on that uh, illness that is very strange. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the name now. Um, mm -hmm. But the younger one, a, my youngest one, he drew and drawing with his uh, with his avatar and that was very cute so they both uh, words they um grieve differently and it was through these gaming just connecting this with the gaming uh, episode before talking about uh, people exposure to horror in video games uh, i'm just trying to remember the name of the, this lad i can't remember um but yeah this this connectivity we worry about the video games and stuff and the, what kind of things they're watching and at the end is bonding with the cat is bonding with people <laughs> <laughs> it, she's, bond she's with, dramatic <clears throat> a little bit a little bit you know yeah. it's the bonding with with people as well in in these spaces and um, whether yeah. the youtubers or this connectivity yeah. so yeah, it's important. Um, you've been watching um, this series in the end. You managed to watch yeah. it, and and also yeah, yeah. Wednesday. And what Wednesday else have you? These are the things oh. I need to watch because I've been supernatural full time. So I've, I've postponed everything. <laughs> exactly. So I loved Wednesday as well. It's gothic. It's mm -hmm. good. It's about death and horror. I love it. And I'm I'm a big fan of Adam's family, especially Wednesday yeah. Adams. Uh, she's like my spirit animal. So um, yeah, it was great to watch. Um, and I love Jenna Ortega, uh, the main uh, actress. Mm -hmm. uh, she's I think she's uh, one of the uh, new screen queens. You know, horror yeah. icons that that is just you know taking over. Uh, she's doing a great job, I believe, and um, 
and I watched Devil in Ohio. As yeah, we I watched said. that. Yeah, uh, I watched yeah, that as, too. I, yeah, as I told you. Yeah, that was a that wasn't a really interesting TV series as well. Like, it was. Um, it was about cults and you know religion and all that, but also it had kind of like this weird um, vibe. Like you didn't know if there was something like like magical happening or sure. not, but uh, it turns out that um, it's actually the dangerous thing to be is human. So uh, right. yeah, it was it was it was really interesting. It was like psychologically very deep uh, kind of yeah. tv show and it was important yeah. uh, to watch and other than that i i've been watching a lot of horror films and as i mentioned i think i mentioned a few of them um and one of them is like uh, this uh what was the name of it um i i said before like skinner Maring. It's yeah. an experimental horror film. It was really interesting. Oh, yeah. And I watched uh, Fresh, A Wounded Horn, uh, Knock at the Cabin, Sick. Sick was really interesting because it's about, uh, basically it's about COVID, like post-COVID uh -huh. uh, isolation. It's, it takes place during COVID, like, you know, uh, beginning of the COVID. So, uh, this girl is, is is in isolation with her friends and then some people basically try to kill them yeah. and you're trying to find out why um and if there is a reason behind it and there is basically and it's it's really interesting that we are kind of playing around mm. especially horror is playing around covid like it's it's yeah. like a dance it's playing with covid so um it's really interesting to see how horror adapts to a post-COVID world. Yes. And uh, I think no other genre did this. No other genre kind of adapted to the new way of living yeah. like horror did. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's good, to, good to watch as a horror fan because it signals mm. a new era of horror where, you know, I don't like talking about post-horror. I don't like talking about elevated horror because I think horror has always been elevated. And um, there is, like, if there is an elevated horror, is there a non-elevated horror? Like, mm. what is this? What is this? Like, why are, why are we trying to categorize everything that yeah. we see? I mean, uh, horror is just horror. I mean, there, there is bad horror. There is good horror. But horror has always been political. It has always been personal. Yeah. So um, I don't really understand the new kind of um, this new kind of understanding that horror has always have to be elevated to be taken seriously, and it doesn't have to be. It's it can be fun. It can just be fun sometimes. Sure. Yeah. And it can also talk to. I'm thinking. It talks to each of us differently. I remember exactly. having a conversation with with a horror producer and writer, um, Justin Park, and with Tracy Fahey. We had an accountability group, and she writes gothic. And mm -hmm. we were going to actually do a program to talk about Midsummer, 
and because they said come on you watch it because i've not seen it they said you watch it and then we've seen it already you watch and then we can do a program see what you think and and the expectation was that i was going to love it as much as they did and <laughs> the thing was that i hated the thing altogether uh, <laughs> and that was the good part of it saying look we, we were like three people with different points of view which was very interesting yeah. there was a neutral point and there was the 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 extreme of this is fantastic i love it because obviously yeah. he's he produces horror and in, in, in his private time in his own time and he's, he's yeah. got like a little company and he's, and he's getting there as well so he, he's a producer as well so he can see things from this horror point of view but he's very much into gore and slasher and he's in extreme and and i'm mm -hmm. more into the, the psychological kind of thing and that film did get me psychologically because probably was too close to human mm -hmm. old traditions of um sacrificing human sacrifices, yeah, human sacrifices. And, and that makes me a bit uncomfortable and yeah. we were having this conversation it's like it's not that it's a bad film i'm not saying it's a bad film the first thing i said at home was this is absolutely a pile of poop but because i didn't like it but being uh -huh. academically professional as well um yeah. it is a good film it's just that my taste is not the kind of thing that i really like and i don't think i'm gonna mm. watch it again unless i have to but i can see why uh, some people will connect with that i can see why people will like it and i can see why people would hate it for the same reasons that people love it or the people exactly. would hate it so if it was for me i would say that's not quality but that's not right because for you it's a fantastic film too because you've talked about midsummer in the past and it gives you exactly. a lot of game so and there's a lot of information uh, there it gave me uh, it gave me a whole chapter on my dissertation <laughs> exactly so yeah. it's a uh, you know uh, it's it's fantastic how we can actually talk about these things as well and yeah i think i think my headphones are running now can you still hear me yeah i can yeah okay i think that headphones gone down this is running now so <laughs> uh i think we're gonna call it um call it a day because i think it's mm -hmm. we've covered everything i wanted to talk about and it's been fantastic thank you very much but before we go, we're going to be doing the last screen, which is to show. I'm going to minute. Let's see if this thing doesn't actually disappear. Right. So if you've liked this chat, this part four and the whole of the thing, or the whole episode eight, and you can follow Tuche in Twitter and in Instagram. It's on Twitter and on Instagram. My preposition sometimes, you know, being a Spaniard and all that. <laughs> and also, if you found this useful, interesting, you think you've learned things from these uh, videos, supporters will be very, very grateful to you. Uh, coffee page in Ali Single Thing Land 1402. The donations will be shared between me and Tuche or Tuche me. Let's put the other person first. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> yes and this was alice in gothic land people and one more thing before you go um we are going to for those who are enjoying or have enjoyed this we're going to be doing we're going to be taking these into a seminar to talk more in depth because for each part we could be actually 
talking more in depth about uh, some topics, some questions and some things I've been writing down as we've been talking. Um, and she's been saying a lot of things. Uh, very interesting things that we could extend for, you know, make a, a seminar uh, where we can all talk about it. We can, you can ask us questions directly. And this is going to be in the summer. We'll, we're going to be thinking about the specific time and, and day. And at the moment, all you can do, I'm going to post the link. What you can do is to have a look at this landing page where you can read more about the seminar, what it's about. You can see a little bit more about our profiles and uh, you can enroll in this joining uh, the waiting list. You can enroll there. We'll be sending you information. It's free. The seminar will have a cost because um, it will be private and it will be something that we want to do for people who are really interested. So it's that's the idea. And uh, okay, so thank you very much again, Tuche. I hope thank to see you, you for having very me. Soon. Always oh, great lovely. chat. Yeah, after all the difficulties we had to start recording, exactly. Let's see. Let's hope that now doesn't get deleted. We made it. We made it. <laughs> we made it. That's the <laughs> important thing. And I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Yeah, I um, have. It's always nice to talk to you and talk about horror. Yes, and I always learn things. I always learn new things, which is the important thing that we always can see all the psychological side of things. And there's always a lot mm -hmm. of learnings because it's, as you said, the horror, horror and the gothic, they always evolving, they keep adapting to, yeah, they, to the new times. So thank you very much. And I'll see you very soon in the seminars if we get people interested. Yeah. And if not, we'll catch up anyway. So. Bye. 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 <laughs> Lovely. <laughs>